Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's fucking delightful. Fucking delightful. Fucking good combination playing. Sliding balls into space. Good. Excellent. The other one the fucking ropes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rope Report podcast association with Sunlands Community Soup Kitchens. I'm Michael Dunn and I'm standing outside Ashton Gate in a park watching a bunch of lads play five-a-side uh, as me and Bomber celebrate a fantastic 3-2 win. We're just catching our breaths back after an amazing second half where um, a winner from Ross Stewart got something on the win. Uh, Bomber, how are you feeling after that? Sore throat, mate. Very sore throat. Um, but yeah, buzzing. It's that it. Wouldn't have thought, well, would have taken a point without happening with anything. When we went 2-1 down, was a bit kind of apprehensive, but it was a it was a completely different second half, wasn't it, to first half? And yeah, I'm, I, I can't put it into words, mate. Absolutely buzzing with it. First three points, first win back in the championship. Didn't look out of place. Um, I think we're going to be all right this season. Yeah, we're, we're second now, so automatics. Yeah, automatics, yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> you know how we get carried away at the slightest bit of success. So yeah. yeah, in fact, not even automatics. We're going to win the league, mate. <laughs> Unbeaten champions, champions <laughs> unbeaten all season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so obviously, Vomer was talking about the, the first half there. I thought Sunland were quite sluggish. Um, I think they were sort of outfought, outbattled. Uh, Bristol probably physically stronger than us, especially around the midfield. Uh, but we got off to a good start. Uh, Bomber from uh, Ellis Sims, he got his first goal. Yeah. I think Ross Stewart closed down the centre half for Bristol, mm-hmm. nabbed the ball back, and Sims, um, actually, in fairness, it was a very good finish from outside the box. Um, I thought I thought maybe the keeper actually got a touch of it, but he, he really slotted it well. Yeah, he, he slammed, really slammed it home. Um, it, was, it was one of those, they kind of gifted us the opportunity, and it... it, it we did start quickly. We started quite well. We were knocking the ball, similar to the way we started against Coventry. And, um, yeah, so the, the, they've kind of... Well, we forced the mistake. They haven't really made the mistake. We forced it, so you say, some good pressure from, from Stuart. And, and like you, I thought that maybe Sims had dallied on it a little mm. bit too long. Um, and Because when, when he picked up the ball, keeper wasn't even in the goal. And mm. all he needed to do was hit it first time. But he took a second touch and a third touch. And then yes. I thought the moment had gone. But, yeah, he, he really powered it. And I think it was past the keeper probably before... He um he really knew much about it. Yeah, but that that goal sort of was maybe the highlight for our whole first half. Mm. I think after that, Bristol really got on top. I was really impressed with Sykes down the wing. Uh, the Scott in midfield, the young fellow number seven, was yeah. really good. And I can't remember his name. The fellow looks like Shoutery for Leicester. That's yeah, what I call him. The, the big hair. Yeah, uh, something Noah something. No Sango yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah but whatever. He was, good. he was really good. But they they really got on top then, and they got an equaliser actually only five minutes after that. Yeah. Uh, it was a sort of I don't know. It was a ball down the Serkin's wing. It, it, it one one ball split the whole centre half in Paris, and Vyman was literally one on one with uh, Patterson for a goal. But uh, even after that goal, Bomber, we, we were sort of struggling. We couldn't really get on top, and we weren't creating mm. much. Um, Daniel was sort of we were saying through the game. He was getting on the ball, trying to force it maybe 
maybe a bit too much. Yeah. We couldn't get Pritchard in the, in the spaces to get on the ball. Uh, another maybe than Ellis Sims, who at times did hold the ball up really well and bring Clark into the into the game a bit. Uh, we, we really were struggling, weren't we? Yeah, they, 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 that midfield battle, they were winning time and time again. I think by that first 15 minutes, you know, well, pretty much from the point in which they got that equaliser, they, they were really on top in terms of, of territory and possession. They looked the more threatening. Um, like you say, Dan Neal was a little... We were having this conversation during the second half in that it's nice to see him being positive with the ball, but equally what you see is you see him give the ball away quite often by making probably what we see as the wrong decision. Um, but yeah, I thought um, Evans was a little bit hamstrung in that first half. Mm. Obviously, he picked up the book in early doors and it did look like he was he was struggling to yeah. commit. Um, and yeah, they, they overran us and I think, I think we were probably a little bit fortunate to go in level at, uh, at half time definitely we were happy with the 1-1 at half time and I mean the second half started we did start quite well again but probably against the run of play another ball down Sirkin's side I'm not blaming him but there just seemed to be a lot of success down that wing Yeah. and the, and the ball came into Chris Martin We obviously the other side of the, the pitch so we couldn't see it exactly but it did look soft didn't it Yeah. Um, I, I think Patterson maybe he might have got a touch with it but it went in uh, but I think actually that, that, that woke us up a bit didn't it in the second half it seemed to yeah like, like we said well uh, we, we were talking about it and we said at half time that you know we're, we're, we're happy with what we got but the way things have been the first half if we went one goal down I can't see us getting back into it and, and you know those fears were realised pretty early on in that second half um, and I don't think <clears throat> just because both of those came down circuit side I don't think he's necessarily to no, blame for no, them no. Uh, the, the play should have been stopped way before it even went down his side I, th I, I think Sirkin had a very good game um, but yeah from I say we were the opposite end of the pitch behind um, behind the uh, the Bristol goal um, so it was difficult to see but it did look soft it looked like the ball across came quite soft and it looked like there was just a bit of a melee in the um, mm. in that it, well, it would have been probably penalty spot six yard box maybe um, and yeah it was disappointing and um, I'll, I'll be honest I did fear the worst at that point yeah so did I but not so long after thankfully I'm going to dedicate this podcast to the Ellis Sims the Sims cast yeah. uh, so not, not too long after that I think Pritchard picked the ball up near the halfway line and played Sims through and his first touch sort of took him away from the goal and I was thinking oh he's after losing the chance but he did really well to tuck inside and slot it under the keeper's legs uh, he was brilliant today wasn't he the goal was brilliant yeah. but his general performance was fantastic yeah, wasn't as, it? As, as far as a, an impact as a new signing has, has been I think I can't think of a, a player who's made a, a, as big an impact in their first um, their first full game for, for a new club um, but yeah he was fantastic and again we were saying throughout that second half you know he's he's a proper number nine, yeah. isn't he? he? He's he's quick, he's strong, he runs the channels, and some of his hold-up play. You know, it's the type of play that we've been crying out for for, for a very very long time. Um, and you know, if he can strike up some sort of partnership with Stuart, or even provide competition, you know, if if we get to a situation when we're playing just the just the one up front, um, it'll only kick Ross Stewart on. And you know, already he's he's going to be a fan's favourite. You know, throughout most of that second half, mm. we were all chanting his name. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, what what an, what an impact to make. Brilliant. We don't need Broadhead now, do no, we? No, no. <laughs> Who's Nathan Broadhead? <laughs> That's a joke, by the way, if you're listening. <laughs> if his mum's listening yeah, or if so. Yeah, that was a joke. Uh, obviously, what changed first half, second half? I thought maybe it was, you know, we were saying, oh, we're defending better, but it was more that we just sort of, we went on the front foot a bit mm. more. We Maybe at times we were sitting back, we were letting the pressure on, we were inviting Bristol onto us, but I think in the second half, the midfielders, especially Neil, I thought, got on the ball a lot more. Yeah. And Jack Clark just, just destroyed the, the right back for Bristol, didn't he? Yeah, their, their, their right back was absolutely terrified of him. And every time he picked up the ball, and this is credit to Jack Clark as well, every time he picked up the ball, he just knew that that fullback was petrified of him. He just kept running it and running it and going on the outside, trying to cut in. He was winning corners, he won a couple of free kicks out there. Um, 
you know the the the, the two game two championship games you've had at this this season have really shown that Jack Clark is a championship level player. Yeah. Um, he was brilliant, and I, I also. Um, may want to call out um, Ballard and, mm-hmm. and Bart because I thought they were both fantastic as well when mm-hmm. we did look shaky um, it wasn't I say it wasn't necessarily due to that back line it was us losing the midfield battle mm-hmm. but everything in the air um, and, and just any time they came through that middle they were both of them solid as a rock so mm-hmm. yeah, credit to them as well they were absolutely fantastic I thought and we'll get on to we'll get on to a sort of defensive saving challenge they both did after Stewart's goal but for us Stewart's goal yeah. we, we were talking well, I think I think two minutes before he scored I said get him off he, he's, yeah. he's just not playing well today uh, it hasn't really been his day he hasn't got on the ball enough or, or had any really chances yeah. to kind of impose himself but what a header yeah, it was a great header, and like you said, we were we were calling for it. We were saying, right, d- take Stuart off, put Roberts on. Nothing's going right for him, and literally we were saying that <laughs> as as Stuart had tried to control the ball and it had gone out for a throw. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, see, there see? you go. And literally two minutes later, he's um, he's put the ball in the back of the net, and yeah. we went flying forward a couple of rows in the seats. Um, yeah, I mean that that's what he's capable of. That's the quality he's got, isn't it? He can be. Not anonymous. Anonymous is probably harsh, but you could tell it wasn't his day. But then out of nowhere, he pops up with a with a goal to put us three two ahead, and um, yeah. So Alex Neil obviously knows better than us yeah. in terms of keeping him on. Absolutely, it's sort of a sign of a good striker, isn't it? When the, the, the yeah. it's not going to not for your day really, like. But he really kept going as well. And he, in fairness to him, like he, he led the line well with Sims, and he, he did work really hard. So yeah. it was kind of it was just the rewards for the goal. But just as mentioned there before, I thought basically the biggest moment of the game after we scored was uh, I think Bristol got the ball just outside just out of centre of our area Ballard and Bat both dive for it as, on the, as the ball came <laughs> yeah. in and I was like this is this is definitely going in but just see them flying forward mm. for it and that that was, uh, that was an amazing challenge for the two of them wasn't yeah, it? Yeah it was brilliant you could just see just see the commitment you know mm. where we looked not not necessarily fragile but a little bit kind of timid and a, a little bit afraid in, against Coventry in those dying few minutes you could just see that they've yeah. they've obviously learned from that and it was it was proper bodies on the line sort of thing and you know it's, it's what the fans especially away fans it's what they want to see mm. that's but that win is going to bring us on so much more now after that yeah. isn't it really because we, we sort of settled into it I think I was even thinking before this, God, when, we, when are we going to get our first win? I was like, God, I think we're going to get a few draws in the first few games. Mm. And the longer it goes on without a win, the worse it gets. But that was that, that's going to be a perfect tonic for us going into QPR next week, especially, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Ducks broke and uh, said we knew this was going to be a tough game. And it was a tough game. We've come away with the victory. Um, but yeah, we, it, you, you kind of look down the fixture list knowing that all the teams were obviously were, were a league above you last season. And Bristol City's home record was, was very, very good towards the back end of last season. Um, so I wasn't necessarily expecting um, our first victory to come today, but it has come. Like I say, it'll be a huge relief for the players, all the players in the dressing room, Alex, Alex Neil, and all the backroom staff will be absolutely buzzing and, and like I say, breathing a sigh of relief about it. Um, and yeah, I mean, with with a performance like that and a result like that, they'll just grow from strength to strength, take the confidence and. You know, there's, there's no one that we should really fear in this league, I don't think. No, but sure, we're going to win the league now. We're going to win said. the league, mate, undefeated. <laughs> uh, before we leave, because we're dying for a point after yeah. that, we need, to, we need to get our bet back. Man of the match? Has to be oh, Sims, surely? Yeah, it has to be Sims. Sims. Yeah. The two goals. I was, I, my immediate thought was Jack Clark, but yeah, yeah. You, can't have, you can't have a new boy come in, score two goals, help win us the game and, uh, and not pick it up. So yeah, I'll agree, yeah. Yeah. Great win, great performance, and uh, me and Bob are one a point. So yeah, uh, obviously there'll be another podcast coming out for the week. The lads will be dissecting it in more detail than us, uh, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Well, I'm a going, I don't know. Well, I'm a hidden, I'm searching for, and always I am on my way. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.